Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This is the 415ers podcast brought to you by the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network with 95.7 The Game. That's Mark Grandy. I'm Evan Giddings. Check us out on YouTube at the 95.7 YouTube channel. Subscribe while you're there. Also download the Odyssey app to subscribe to us as well. I, I do want to stick with this. Um, the update about training camp is that we know exactly when that's going to be. Rookies <laughs> will enter the building July 18th. Veterans will enter around July 25th. The first preseason game is at Las Vegas against... Maybe or maybe not, depending on if he can pass a physical. Jimmy Garoppolo and the Raiders on August 13th. And also have some joint practices before then that I'm honestly more intrigued by. But uh, with, with this with this conversation, Mark, the, the thing that I, I keep coming back to and that I hear, you know, whether it's Albert Breer, Matt Mayoko's report, um, some of the rumors that have been you know swirling around the Niners quarterback room, it just feels like to me, that the 49ers believe that if Trey Lance plays significant time this year, that they cannot win a Super Bowl, that they're not Super Bowl contenders with him under center. That is the way, that is where all the signs point to me. And it's unfair because of all the contextual things we discussed in our first segment about his injury. Each time he felt like he was ready to take off or the coaching staff did, he got hurt. But that's the reality of the situation, and there is now someone ahead of him and maybe even two people ahead of him based on what Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers need for this team. I feel terrible, and it's unfair, but it is reality that if Trey Lance, to me, plays this season, in a way he's almost being set up to fail because of everything that has surrounded his first two years in San Francisco. But at the same time, playing is the best possible thing for him. You sure? Yes. Like, but okay, and and this is this is something that I, I keep talking with, with certain people about. Actually, at our at our station, ninety five seven. The game. <laughs> are you sure you want to find out? Like, what if he is very bad? Like, what if the reports are all true and he fails miserably? Like, does does that make you feel better? Because now we know that he's not a good quarterback. Are we talking from my perspective or are we talking from Trey Lance's perspective? Well, of course, Trey Lance wants to play, but all the fans out there that want to see him, that want to see him be giving a lot of chances, which he apparently has not been. Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. I want to see Trey Lance play. Now, in a vacuum, if you could see him play and, you know, maybe in a parallel universe where you're not actually risking the 49ers chances at winning a Super Bowl. 100% I would want to see Trey Lance play because even if 
even if he struggles, and, and like you said, it's terrible, and it proves to everyone that he was nowhere near worth you know, being the third pick in the draft a couple of seasons ago, and the 49ers made one of the worst picks in NFL history. That would not be great, okay, first of all, but at least I know at that point. I, I, I've been stuck, you've been stuck, 49er fans have been stuck kind of in this Trey Lance limbo for a couple of years now, and really specifically the last year, the last 12 months, where we just simply don't know what the hell Trey Lance is. I'm at a point where whether it's great news and he's a a Pro Bowl quarterback or whether it's terrible news and he's going to go down with the likes of Jamarcus Russell and Ryan Leaf as one of the biggest busts in NFL history, I do not care. I just simply need to know. Now, I don't want to know at the risk of hurting this team's chance to win a Super Bowl because, again, I know how important this season is, but I do want to know, Evan. At some point, I do really want to know. Even if you're guaranteeing me that it's going to be bad, at least I know. But those two things are inextricably tied. Like the success of the Niners and finding out if Trey Lance is good or bad are tied together. You can't have one without the other. Yeah, 100%. If if you're, you're giving me the choice of would you rather stick with what you think is going to win you a Super Bowl, at least give you the best chance, or find out what's in the Trey Lance, you know, mystery box, I'm going to choose the safe route. But if Trey Lance leaves the 49ers and he only starts the four career games, maybe one more, two more here or there, but you don't really know that much more about him, I'm going to feel uneasy. I'm not going to feel comfortable. And I'm going to be, you know, praying that he doesn't go elsewhere and suddenly blossom because that would just be terrible for the 49ers. Again, I'm I'm not I'm not giving up on a season to find out, but if I don't find out and his Niners tenure ends before I do find out, I'm not going to feel great about it. No, but I think that that's what's going to happen for a couple Probably. of reasons. I agree. Okay, uh, for, for two reasons, that is going to happen. Number one, because the success of the team is tied to the quarterback, and they have a better quarterback right now that will get that chance, and then they believe they have a higher floor quarterback whose, whose name is Sam Darnold. That's one. Number two, I don't think Kyle Shanahan, like if Trey Lance is a bust, if he's all those things that we just talked about, you know, worse than blah, 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 blah. I don't think Kyle Shanahan wants you to know that. Like, why would that help him? Why would that help the 49ers? Well, and in fact, that would just give you more ammunition to crush, distrust, and do away with him. Like, it. I mean, th- th- I, ca- I keep feeling like this, Mark. I don't think Kyle Shanahan wants us to know how good or bad, in some cases, Trey Lance is, because that reflects poorly on him. His job is to win games, and he knows how to do that with a certain kind of quarterback that right now it appears to be is not Trey Lance. Okay, so what's the answer? He's just going to stash Trey Lance as his backup or third-string quarterback for his whole career? Whether or not we find out... In San out... Francisco, yes. Okay, yes, but w- then eventually he leaves San Francisco uh, and he goes somewhere else or he doesn't get another job. Uh, and you know, if no one else signs him, okay, he's just simply not a good football player and that's a bust. If he goes somewhere else, finally plays, plays poorly... That's a bust. If he goes somewhere else, gets signed, but doesn't play, never even sees the field, that's a bust. Just because Kyle Shanahan isn't playing him, he may be protecting himself in the present day from 
getting a, a bust label thrown at him and, and having his scouting abilities mocked, but it's not like he's saving himself for the rest of his coaching career. I mean, it's going to come out eventually. We are going to find out at some point who Trey Lance is. And whenever that happens, it's going to fall back on Kyle Shanahan's feet. Not if he wins. Like, I mean, yes, people will crush him and say he can't do this and can't do that. But if Kyle Shanahan wins the Super Bowl, no one cares about Trey Lance. Like, seriously, like, that, that that's just how it goes. Yeah, but I mean, he's, he's I don't know. I, I just, I understand what you're saying. And the 49ers, what, 49ers winning obviously cures everything. And that's why the decision is Brock Purdy. I mean, it, it's clear as day because the 49ers, I mean, just imagine how poorly it would be, how terrible it would be if Trey Lance plays, Brock Purdy is healthy, Trey Lance plays, the team sputters out, you find out he's a bust, and you waste a prime year for the 49ers and the rest of their talent to win a Super Bowl. Like, that's 100% not going to happen. So if Brock Purdy is healthy, he's going to play. I agree. Uh, but you're still going to come away at some point with an opinion on Trey Lance. It might not be while he's a 49er, but you're going to get it eventually. And that's why Kyle Shanahan better be praying uh, to whatever being he believes in that Brock Purdy has a good career, that can stay healthy, and that leads this team to at least relative success. Because if it's anything less than a perennial contender and a perennial playoff team moving forward, uh, the first thing people are going to think of when they hear Kyle Shanahan is he's the guy that drafted that bus, Trey Lance. Yeah, or or if Trey Lance goes other places and it is not successful, you could also spin it as, wow, this guy couldn't even be good in San Francisco. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it really just depends on what you think of Kyle Shanahan as a, a quarterback whisperer or a guru, because if he continues to have success with people like Brock Purdy or Jimmy Garoppolo or whoever follows each of those two guys, uh, then he might be perceived as actually fine. Like, I I, I don't know. I, I just feel like Trey Lance right now is he has been in a very, very difficult spot. He's been put there um, misappropriately by Kyle Shanahan himself. And yeah, that decision reflects poorly on him now and will continue to. But if the guy wins, if he continues to succeed, then I think there's going to be a lot more people than it feels like. I'm, I'm not saying you're saying this, but it, it, I believe there's a lot of people that will give him a pass or that will say, you know, that's OK, because in fact, Kyle Shanahan is a great coach and he continues to win his football games. I you, you can be both things. You can be a great coach and a successful one on the football field, but you could also perhaps be a bad drafter or a bad talent, talent evaluator or making wrong trades, mis-evaluating, uh, you know, your assets. I think both things can be at true. At the quarterback position. Specifically at the quarterback position. I think that's maybe where Kyle Shanahan, you could you could poke holes in, in him as a head coach. Um, it is... The, the quarterback position. I know he elevates quarterbacks, it seems, but has he been able to identify the right one? Maybe Brock Purdy is the one that breaks that trend. Time will tell there, uh, but you're right. I mean, winning does cure all, and if this team does win, we're not going to think about it as much, but this Trey Lance pick uh, is going to continue to hang over his head for a while. 
Yep, and it'll continue to hang over the podcast because every <laughs> yep. time someone brings it up, that is what we talk about. That was this episode of the 4 and Fivers podcast. Appreciate you tuning in on the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network 95.7 The Game on the Odyssey app. Please download, rate, subscribe to us there. That'll do it for this week of episodes. We'll be back on Tuesday. We appreciate you tuning in. We'll talk to you next time.